All right, Anthony on air broadcast uh, back for another episode. Did I say broadcast? I meant podcast. Doesn't yep. matter. You said take two. Doesn't matter. Uh, the Jeopardy host that we just got is out already. Thanks a lot, political correctness. Uh, Bob Dylan's accuser's timeline does not match his record of movements. Good news for Bob Dylan fans. Uh, John McAfee is back in the news, and he's still dead, I think. Oh. OnlyFans is uh, making news some is. news because they are eliminating pornographia. Oh, good luck. It. Uh, the Taliban has all our weapons. Cuomo's moving truck is hysterical. Elon Musk is creating humanoid robots. Mr. Beast has a great coin flip question that we'll pose to you, the audience. Toys R Us is making a comeback, and so is Val Kilmer's voice. Frankie C., JSAP's here to start the show. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Oh, great. It's rock and roll, baby. All right, uh, new Jeopardy host. This is unbelievable. So they give Mike Richards the spot. <clears throat> Um, after Alex Trebek dies, and they gave me Blossom, my Alec. Thank you. Uh, she gets to do all the big uh, primetime shows, whatever. He gets to do like the regular shows. He is out already because of some uh, controversial statements that he made. I read the controversial statement, <sighs> and this is the biggest waste of time I think we've ever seen. <laughs> you, you're reading the comments is a waste of time, or um what were the comments yeah yeah did you guys read the comments yeah some of them this is ridiculous mm-hmm. so um the ringer is the first one that reported this he had a podcast from 2013 to 2014 so i don't even think he's doing it anymore it was called the random show but random was spelled r-a-n-d-u-m-b see what he did there very <laughs> clever. clever it's clever very clever it's nothing like Anthony on air. Yeah, the, <laughs> good point. Uh, during which time he was serving as the executive producer as um, The Price yeah. is Right. It was a behind-the-scenes look at that show, the podcast. In a segment where his co-host and former assistant Beth Triffin discussed working as a model at CES, that's the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. It's a very big like trade show in Vegas. Uh, he dubbed her a booth hoe and also called her a booth slut and a booth institute, like a prostitute, <laughs> but a booth institute. I mean, yeah, that's that's not great. I mean, like, but if they had a relationship, where yeah, if it's fun, like if we made I, fun of you and you made fun of us, right? Same thing. You call me a booth hoe, I would not. I would not be offended. In fact, I aspire to be a booth hoe at the CES. <laughs> you see. Um, in another episode, Richards discussed a photo of Trifon and her friends calling her friends really frumpy and overweight, saying they all look terrible in the picture. They look fat and not good. <laughs> That's a little I'm mean. sorry. I mean, but like, uh, uh, you're going to quit because of this? I don't know if there's a photograph of our friends now. Like if we are, if we were to show a photograph of our little group of friends, I feel like every member of the friend group will say, look at how fat I am in this picture. I can't believe how fat or old I've gotten in this photograph. Right. Yeah, but you're not. If, if you were a woman, we, a guy can't say that to a woman. Why not? I don't know. If a woman says that about a guy is and... Let's say hypothetically, Mayan Bialik said that's that a friend, someone's friend looked fat in a picture. It was a guy. You think that would uh, 
cause right. as much of a. But he, but here's the thing. This okay. I, I, I this is what everybody I'm just misses. A hypothetical out there. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I know. This is what everybody misses, especially the super sensitive left on Twitter. It's just jokes. Like these are just jokes. It's a podcast. He wasn't doing a lecture at Harvard. You know what I'm saying? If he if he was invited to teach at Harvard and was like, "Can we move the fat girl in the front row, please?" That would be horrific. But this is a place of humor and jokes and entertainment. So if he was on stage at a comedy club and he said this kind of stuff. Yeah, who cares? It would be fine. Fine. It would be more than fine. We've all said crazy, stupid shit. You're telling me you're sitting here right now. You've not told your wife, your husband. I did not tell you anything. Your friends, your friend looks really fat. I can't stand you all. You each have a friend that you can't, that, you know, husband of your significant other that you can't stand. I have, there's a person on this show I can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you decide who. <laughs> Frank, you're, you're uh, pointing the wrong way. No, 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 no. I was doing this on purpose. I mean, come on. It's a joke. I kid. Yeah, I mean, if that's it's all in fun. That's the thing. We say all kinds of crazy shit on this show. And look, I, I've been doing this for a long time. Frank, you've been also doing it. Gene, you've been doing it for a while now. The amount of time that you log just talking is it like you can't possibly remember all the shit. No, definitely no. not. That you I, said. I, exactly. And you're probably going to come out. Yeah, we're probably going to say something stupid every now and then. Mm. And, you know, you're not, it's not like you're sitting there thinking ahead of time, I could say this and it's going to be controversial and it's going to be mean and it's going to be great. But you, it comes into your head, you spit it out. It's not like, you plan to say every now and stupid. then we say something stupid every four minutes. That's usually what leads to yeah. laughter. Hello, right. have you met me? It's all, right. It's all jokes. It's all. I mean, unless it's just, this guy was a, just just a mean dick. It's just an, it's just annoying. It's like every you can you cannot say anything. Here's what I was thinking before. Imagine all the dumb shit that Thomas Jefferson must have said to his friends and it wasn't recorded. Mm-hmm. Come on. What? That's a Come hell of on. an example, but I, I get where you're saying. That was the out-of-left-field example I've ever heard. I don't, I don't know why I picked him, but it's like, like you telling me that he never said, damn, that ass is fat, to one of his friends, okay? Probably a little more in, in, in the, the Queen's English, but other than that, right. it's probably like, that behind looks <clears throat> ample. I want to stick my penis right in it. See, there we go. I just said something stupid. So it's just people say stupid things. He happened to be recorded saying a stupid thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not the best thing to say if you're going to be the host. That's the thing. The host of Jeopardy. If you're if your comparison is Alex Trebek. I mean, he's kind of an awesome dude. I understand that. But here's the thing. Alex Trebek did not have to come up in the world that Mike Richards had to come up in. You know, that you and I are coming yeah, up no, in. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, like these like people. Howard Stern. Why isn't Howard Stern canceled? You know, the, all the shit he said. Yeah, but all that's the... his persona. That's, right. that's what he's known so? for. That's the whole thing. I know. It's dumb. Why it's is dumb. that okay because, and this isn't? Yeah, because he's known sense. for it. He's known but, for being a dick to women. But, I, I mean, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it was Mike Richards or if it was the, the producers or whatever. But this was in, like, record time. Like, this was fast. Like, they... They I feel like Monday they gave him the job, and then yesterday or today it was over. Yeah, 
Yeah, the amount of time from hired to fired was quick. Like, the last time this happened so quickly was the kid on uh, SNL. Ooh, right. yeah. For all the stupid shit that he said, which he said, I mean, he said some stupid shit. But again, it was just he was trying to make jokes. He was trying to make people laugh. Now, I heard I remember hearing those jokes at the time going, I mean, these aren't even remote, like even a trained comedian working out material wouldn't make this bad of a joke. That's a bad joke. It was a bad, bad yeah. joke. See, I'm all for, again, instead of cancel culture. Uh, what is it? Um, Wait, you didn't hear everything. Hold on. He oh, used good. a derogatory word for little people. Oh, give me. Okay. Give me that. I'm sorry to me. Is it the it's M a, word? It's a midget. The it's M a midget. Word. It's and not that, derogatory. That is a, um, that is a direct quote from one of the articles that I read. They wouldn't even say it. They said derogatory well, word for. Well, wasn't person. that acceptable back? I don't know how long ago. Well, well, when was this? Well, First here's of all, the thing. is it really derogatory? It's not derogatory. They're midgets. They're midgets. He, I well, here's the thing. I don't think some of them like being referred to that way. And it's the same thing of like, you know, Native Americans versus indigenous people. Like that line is shifting now. And I don't know it's not like it's uh, not, like I, I just, always I can't even I can't even go ahead. I love making I, the joke of like at the meeting, I love the meeting joke. Like I love, you know, t like if somebody's like, "Oh, what do, what are the little people like to refer to?" I'm like, "I don't know." Next time they have a meeting, I'll we'll check on it. Right. Like it's not like everybody gets together and decides. <laughs> All right, everybody. Like, what are we gonna like? What are we not gonna like? You know, what are we gonna allow? Well, What's ca but the virtue, the virtual signaling on social media these days, like puts this automatic shame into place and in like hyperspeed that the people that could possibly be offended don't even have a chance to really react react and 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 actually be offended because you know you can say dwarf midget little person like we're all just describing the same thing it's just a word you can i can be like look at this disgusting dwarf and that would be worse. And I was like, oh, this is my friend, the midget. You know, this is uh, he's a midget, blah, blah, blah. See, but that's the that's the point. You if if you're using a term, oh. it's like. You're you're identifying them by what makes them, you know, you're 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 pointing out their difference. Well, and I think but the what thing happened, is, they know, too. That's the whole thing. Like, I'll, I know I but used you're, to be, no. you're using that as the as the identifier. You know, it's like, oh, look at. If I said, oh, look at Anthony, the, uh, he's the hairy guy, you know, and you don't like that, I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> I, I would say, look at Anthony, the radio host, uh, whatever, yeah. you know. You, you, call, you call people what they want to be called. That's the rule. Well, and I don't think anybody really cares. Like, it, like it, Most you know, people don't. If sure. they go, oh, I don't like that word, then I'll just go, okay, little people. Do you like little people? Like, I'll just say little people. Like, I don't care. But I think what happened was is, you know, obviously – we have the N-word, and that's a bit different than everything yeah, else because right. that has a lot of historical significance behind it. Like, it's just different. And and I think then what you had was, is again, these this virtual sig signaling thing of like, well, we can take that, and now we can bully people with other things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now you can't use this word, or you can't use that word, or, you know, 
you can't use like all these different kinds of words, which again, I don't care. Like if a group of people are like, hey, this is pretty offensive. Then, okay, fine. I, I, I'm, yeah, I will move not, on from the word. It's fine. I will not say it. It doesn't bother me. I, I don't care. But but also at the same time, if it slips out of somebody's mouth or somebody said it like 30 years ago, like, you yeah, know. Because I have a feeling that word was not controversial <laughs> 30 years ago, I don't think. I didn't even think it was controversial now, honestly. I didn't know. It's, yeah, they... I had no idea. Preferred not to be called that. It's it's like a, a demeaning term for that. To for tell that. you the truth, I'd, I'd be more offended at little person than midget. I would. Because now you're really describing, you're describing them instead of, like, you're yeah, using you the word little. You're using the word little, which is, to me, it, then that I'd be more offended at that. I think dwarf is more offensive because, yeah. uh, like, because of, like, um, like the seven angry stuff. The dwarfs, yeah. yeah. It just seems, like, cartoonish to yep. me. But I, I don't know. the same I? thing, I think, is the same thing with the other word. It's not, it's not <clears throat> cartoonish, I don't think, but it's, there's something about it that's obviously offensive to, to the, the community, and it's... Little people is more acceptable to them. That's which is maybe fine. not all of them though. Well, whatever. You know, if you say little people and someone says I prefer this, you go, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'll say this. It's fine. We move on. That's the thing. I'm for forgiveness culture. If you're sorry, say sorry. We'll all move on, and then he could have his show. I, I mean, feel like, you know, if if this offends people, you know, you get up and you go, yeah, I said some stupid stuff. Everybody says stupid stuff. I'm sorry. I know that I offended some people. I hope we can move on. I hope you can forgive me, and let's all move on with our lives. I, you know, I, I promise to do to to do better in the future. Now, can I have my show, please? I mean, I don't see, unless he was like a, a freaking clan member. It some stuff you could forgive. Well, that's the thing. Like there was a time where this sort of like witch hunt thing was kind of appropriate because you were outing really bad yeah, racist misogynistic people like at this point it's like this yeah. guy doesn't like there's some stuff we have to learn to forgive and move on if they're this, sorry none of this go, sounds oh, yeah, sorry, horrible need to offend and that's it we all have to you know just forgive and move on that's all here's the here's i want to read this part to you in this thing yeah. uh twice during the podcast he also singled out white male hosts for praise Seemingly only because they were white and male, and he assumed that therefore he could get a hosting job too. Well, I'd have to hear the context. I'd have yeah. to hear if he did that, then that's bad. But we're taking this report's word for it. I don't know how he said it, what he said. Right, it could be out of context. Uh, I, you know, did he say, "Oh, these guys are good because they're white guys"? <laughs> you know, that's bad. But if he was like, I, I can't think of a good example of. How you could say that and be acceptable? Yeah, right? I, it I probably like, doesn't exist. I, I just but think I like, have the other context. Like even on even in the context of this show, like we say some pretty horrific things to each other because <laughs> you know we're we're friends it's to each other. There's love behind all. Like we know we don't mean whoa, any whoa, of it. Go whoa! I want to go that close, that far. There's yeah. mutual respect. Well, yeah, I wouldn't even go that far. <laughs> Toleration. Yeah, I, I don't know, but there's like we don't have to worry about anything amongst uh, each other. I feel agreed. And if somebody were to single out some of the things that we've said to each other, it would probably be pretty horrific. Well, well, the difference I think is who whoever this uh, uh, model was. Let's say we brought a guest on the show, 
and it, it was a model, and she showed us pictures of her friends, and you were like, "Your friends look fat." I mean, that's out of nowhere. It's not among you know. It's not to your friend. It's just some random guest you have on the show. It's a little weird. No. Yeah, but I don't think it was a guest. It was a co-host. Was she the co-host? Like, yeah, she was oh, like the, she, he was interviewing yeah. her. I thought you said. she was a co-host and a, and former assistant. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was a part of the podcast. Yeah. I thought she was just a guest that he brought on. And he called her a booth hoe and a booth slut. Like, and it's like, come on, have we all not used the term video hoe referring to women in like music yes. videos? Absolutely. I don't think I've said video hoe. Oh, in my come life. on. I've just heard that for determined for the first time in my, in my life right are now. you kidding me are you for real i've heard both those words separately I've, but i've, I've never heard them said together. i wanted to be a video host and what and i like an eminem video or something like that definitely i never heard it referred to like that sure okay i don't not saying it didn't happen i just never heard i mean i could be baking this up but i feel like even j-lo has referred to herself as a video like that she came up from being a video ho yeah you're right because wasn't that. she in wasn't she, well she was a fly girl on in living color that's right but wasn't she in a video early on or something Uh, maybe i'm thinking of alicia silverstone i'm not sure anyway she was in videos um this just i mean this is just ridiculous like and and nobody even who are the people that are like calling for this guy's job i mean for real who you know what the thing is nobody probably heard that podcast And no. If, if if nobody brought it up, we no, no one would know about. You know, we wouldn't be like, we wouldn't care. It wouldn't. Ha- it's like it never happened. But I'm sure there's like a handful of people that made a step yeah. out of it. And then now it's you know up. Stupid. Got to make it make it into a story. <gasps> it's so stupid. The guy Dumb. who was on SN, the guy who got fired from SNL, I forget his name even. Um, he was on Joe Rogan, and he was telling the story, and he said that when they hired him. They said they they brought him into HR and they're like, okay, what is it? What do we need to know about? Is there anything we need to know about? And he was like, well, you know, it's probably some tweets and things. And, you know, he's like, I'm a stand up. There's, you know, probably some shows or, you know, videos or whatever. And and they were like, well, what's the worst thing you could think of? And I I forgot what he said, but he had said a couple of things that weren't great either. And they were like, okay, that's no problem. We could deal with that. Yeah, but he never said he never told them about the other stuff. The other stuff, yeah. Which was it was, uh, you know, um, it was pretty racially motivated, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was like making fun of the way that uh, Asian people say noodles, which I never really heard before. It's a, not like a common thing, you know. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, and he said like, and and he said like, it, but that's the see. But my point is, is like you have these people like at the Hollywood Reporter or, you know, the Ringer or, you know, whatever media outlet. And the, and it's like, this is their job. It's like, oh, so-and-so just got something. Let's take, you know, let's take three days and listen to every single thing that they've ever said to try and find the one little thing that's going to make the headline to get us clicks yep. and then get them fucking fired. That's what it is. I don't know who's doing it. Maybe it's the same person every time. No, I mean, it's a bunch of different people. It's a type of person that yeah. they just want to tear other people down and and make money. That's the worst part about it. They're not doing it for the betterment of little people or CES models or Chinese people. It ain't even about that. It's about 
putting money store. in my own pocket. Strip clubs and dollar bills. That, yeah, that's why news. Money. That's why news shouldn't be ad based. This isn't even news. These are just. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of news it's when true. you think about it. You know, it should just be they're funded, and that's it. And then yeah, they, yeah right, right. Because if you uh, these people, <laughs> oh, we got to get the ratings. It's like, well, do you just just tell us the stories? You know, they, if they're not dependent on ratings, the stories won't be so out there and ridiculous. And right. we could we could all get the news that we deserve. All right. Uh, let's update the Bob Dylan story because people were this was actually one of those slow rolling residual upset the reactions because people started reacting a few days after the, the last podcast that we talked about, Bob Dylan, right. um, where he was accused of uh, abuse of a 12 year old girl in 1965. Jesus. Uh, lawsuit was filed. This now has come under scrutiny as the purported timeline of the assault doesn't line up with public records of Dylan's movements. Oh, like where he was on tour and all that. Right. The plaintiff, who is now a 68 year old unidentified woman, only known in documents as JC, claims that over a six week period in April and May of 1965, she befriended and established an emotional connection with Bob Dylan shortly after she turned 12. He allegedly used this connection to lower her inhibitions and abuse her, which he did, coupled with the provisions of drugs and alcohol and threats of violence, leaving her emotionally scarred. The abuse allegedly took place at the Chelsea Hotel in New York City, um, as was pointed out in much of the original coverage of the lawsuit. Uh, any six-week period between April and May of 65 would overlap with several tour dates, many on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. So he was in London and in Europe at the time. But there were also a few days in between where shows, uh, a few days in between shows where a very determined person might have flown back to New York. However, as it turns out, many of Dylan's off days are also accounted for, casting doubt on JC's story that he groomed and abused her in New York City during that period. From January of 65 through April of 24, Dylan toured North America. He spent most of April along the West Coast with shows in Berkeley, Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle. By April 26th, he was in London. That does leave gaps of five days and 13 days, but according to his biographer, Clinton Highland, the singer-songwriter was in Los Angeles for two of those weeks, plus a day or two at Woodstock in upstate New York. Mm. New so York. it's practically virtually impossible that he could have been there in this uh, time. He was period. in New York. Yeah, I didn't realize I have a um, so my one little Bob Dylan story, uh, which I had totally forgotten until this this came out. Um, G.E. Smith, who was the former band leader on SNL, we kind of got tight a couple of years ago and he would do a lot of shows out, uh, you know, out here where I live. And he still does. He's, he's doing the tower for the. Oh, tunnel. yeah. What is that? The tunnel tunnel for tunnel to Tunnels towers. To towers. Yeah. yeah. There's a big show Tunnels Saturday to... night in yeah. on, at Jones Beach. G.E. Smith. He's doing the uh, he's the music like coordinator. So it's like we're like 20 different superstar artists will come on. But there's like one band and they all just play with the one you know band. He'll he'll lead the band. So that's kind of what G.E.'s. Uh, that's what he does. He's a huge musician. Great player. He's played with Hall and Oates. He's played with Bob Dylan. And he got close with Dylan. And the one story that this like triggered the one thing, Dylan is on like a never ending tour. Like he has just toured his entire life. Like yeah. he'll take a break for a month or two, but like how an artist like will come out with an album, then they'll tour for like a year and a half and then they'll 
take a year off and then they'll take a year and a half to write the new album and then it's another like he never does that he it's just always just constantly tour 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 so he said they got off for christmas once and it was i think the day after or the day before christmas eve maybe or the day after christmas i forget what it was and ge's phone rings and this is back before cell phones so his house phone rings and he's like, um, he picks it up and it's Bob. And he goes, hey, Bob, what's going on? And he's like, nothing. I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. And he's like, where are you? And he's like, I'm on the bus, meaning like the tour bus. <laughs> and he's like, you sent everybody, like, this is Christmas break. You sent everybody home for break. Like, why are you on the bus? He's like, that's what I do, man. I'm on the bus. Just sitting on the bus. So he, yeah, during Christmas, he was just, he was just continuing. He was just on the bus, just driving mm -hmm. around on the bus because keep moving continuing to just like go Sucks around for the driver it really does <laughs> it really does when you think about it like christmas the, i'm driving an empty bus exactly yeah could you imagine <laughs> but that's what the guy did which explains yeah. why jacob dylan became a singer songwriter because he's obviously got some daddy issues to work out but you know a little bit but yeah. yeah this is just this guy so i don't know if this really all happened which is I mean, that part of that story, he was in New York and, you know, Woodstock is not that far. Was it three hours away? Yeah. In the city? Yeah. That's the only thing that is fishy. But other than that, it sounds like his whereabouts were accounted for otherwise. But who knows? Again, this is how many years ago the woman's dates might be mixed up or, mm. the, you know, who some of the details might be a little foggy, but yeah, who knows? it's all I don't know. it's not it's not a great thing to, i'm back on bob's side this seems fishy this, to me this brought you back to bob yeah yeah well i mean if you have if you have documents of like you were definitely in other places yeah that's kind yeah of weird. no it is weird i mean she said he she, she said that she spent two weeks with him already yeah whatever it was whatever i just said i forgot all right so they they have to account for some kind of for that span of time and it looks like they have Looks like a they've six, come up. Yeah, it says a six-week period between mm. April and May. She's saying she spent six weeks with him. Yeah. Mm. And they've accounted for everything but a couple days here and there. Right. Yeah, that's weird. That's yeah, because, I mean, basically what they're saying is is they met, a relationship started, he, he was abusing her, using drugs and alcohol to kind of, like, string it. Like, you could see how you you would mm. need, like, that time you know, for all that to happen, if he's not there for that period of time. Yeah, right. it doesn't uh, add up. doesn't really add up. I mean, if it was, if she got the time period wrong or the amount of time, the year. that's you know, something different. You're off different. by one year, you're off by, you know, could be April of the year after or the year before. Who knows? I mean, maybe, but, uh, you know, then that shit's going to get thrown out. I've seen, you know, you, you, you got to yeah, kind of have your facts yeah. right. Of course. Um, speaking of which, McAfee, uh, there's a fight now over his remains. Ooh. Which is yeah. weird because uh, she. That is weird. Well, the wife said she really didn't get to see the remains, right? Right. And then because they had to do like all the autopsies and stuff. But then I guess once that's done, it's like you could, your personal effects and your remains like can be give to, given to your loved ones. But if you remember, her daughter. Uh, or her daughter, his daughter, um, she had commented, I forget what she had popped up and commented on, and they were like protecting her identity. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, she wants the remains now. So the daughter and the wife are fighting over who 
who gets to bury him, I guess. Well, they just both bury them. Bury him. I don't know, because I guess it's also your stuff, too. You know, whatever that is, so. Just bury him wherever. I mean, I don't understand that stuff. This is more of like a heads up, because uh, I'm sure we're going to get some more shit out of this in the future, so. Ooh, yeah. So it seems to me like the, some of the conspiracy theories of he might still be alive doesn't add up anymore, right? Because they're. Probably not. Probably seems not. like he's really gone because yeah. <laughs> if they're arguing over remains, that means they have remains. I would so. say so. Okay. Uh, OnlyFans shocked by this. Shocked. Good luck, OnlyFans. After they built their empire off of like basically porn, right? Um, they are going to be removing porn from their platform over the next. Uh, I forget Ooh. what the time frame was here. Effective October 1st, 2021, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct. Ooh. This is, I mean, monetarily. Frank, looks, Frank no, you look care. disappointed. Very, very. Yeah, how many I, OnlyFans subscriptions do you have? I'm going to put you at like around nine. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Yeah, keep going. No, um, I don't have any. But it seems to be... That OnlyFans is only popular because of this. I mean, yeah, right. you could go anywhere else to see any other kind of content. Um, this seems to be like a poor financial move on their part. Maybe it's a good, maybe they were going the moral route, but I don't see them lasting very long without this. <laughs> Boom. Well, they're saying that you can still post, uh, you can still have content that contains nudity. Just as long as it's with their acceptable use policy, what that is, I don't know. Right. But I'm sure that it, I'm sure it's a little like Cinemax nudity. I, I I guess. I mean, are there du there's dudes that get naked on there too, aren't there? I mean, it can't just only be gotta, chicks. Gotta be. That's no, all no. you ever hear. I you tell me, I swear to you, I do not have OnlyFans. I've never even looked at it. When the yeah, first girl made like a. <laughs> When the first girl made like a million dollars off it and that was the story, I Googled it then and like I looked at whatever the basic, you know, like whatever. I didn't pay for anything, but I, you know, Googled it and clicked on the links and stuff. But I've never actually looked at it. But all you ever hear about are the chicks that are doing well on there. I would hope yeah. that there's like a dude that's like a breakout star. Right. All, like, Maybe the dude is doing the same thing the chick's doing. That's what I want to know. Like, who's that? Who's the dude that's like pulling it because i can't even name that first girl right now she was in the adam sandler movie i think right wasn't that the girl oh i don't know was bella something bella something that sounds about right yeah um but anyway like you never hear about like the dudes that are doing well on these sites right well They're sexist well it's because guys are pervs for the right. most part uh, right. the women right. are gonna do the women are gonna do good women are you know, I mean, keep it classy for the most part. I'm generalizing, part. I'm sure. There are just as many pervs in the, the female world. But Frank, I feel you're looking and speaking directly to me. <laughs> I am not. This feels very directed. Right? I mean, like, you know. Yeah. No, there are pervs on both sides. But I'm just saying, I feel the women are a little more successful because I'm sure if they, if they had the show, like, male subscriptions versus female subscriptions i think the male subscriptions would oh the yeah definitely. definitely just an opinion just an opinion but if but it doesn't look like this is a uh 
it's monetarily stable because they're doing this because they are they're trying to raise more funds. Oh, so it's, how is that going to raise more funds? I, I guess if they think that they're not porn, they'll be able to get more money, like v donations, like VC yeah. money. Yeah. But I mean, I guess now that they've established people with fan bases, I know that's what you're known for. Like, yeah. that's what people are, you know, to change it up, change up your uh, your repertoire. Mm. They're in this weird state where, I mean, there's tons of porn sites, you know, and I'm sh porn sites that people are paying for too. Um, <laughs> Frank's face. No, no. Why? I, I, I don't know why either. I don't know why people would pay for. I but people do. They they must. Hey, there's got to be something we're missing. Yeah. I'm sure they get some kind of Janine's quiet. What what what, what sites are you a member of? No, 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 yeah. So how? Unless I could think, like maybe you're into a specific star, and you know they're like, "Oh, pay more for more content." I guess I don't know. Right. That would that would be the more only do you way. Want? <laughs> but that's what I was gonna say about OnlyFans. It got the it crossed over. It got this mainstream acceptance that it wasn't yeah. just porn. And I feel like they do other things on there that aren't just porn. It was just like gotta be. I'm sure there's like people that like do. I don't know this. We do a podcast kind of stuff. No, they talk think, about topics. No, they review what's things. The other maybe thing, they uh, Patreon. I feel like Patreon yeah. has been that for podcasts, where it's mm -hmm. like behind a paywall. I guess. But I mean, because what, what's the reason? Because it's really, you know, we have to tote the line because of things that we say. YouTube and Facebook have some pretty crazy rules, like, and you can't, you can't. There's no nudity allowed on Instagram. Right. Or Facebook, I don't think. Twitter, you can. Oh, really? Okay. You, you can have nudity on Twitter. You can have full-on se uh, sexual acts on Twitter. Uh, they allow everything Twitter, except if yes. <laughs> except if you're Donald Trump, then, then it's a different story. Like, whoa, whoa! You're gonna start lying, then we gotta kick you. Out. Double penetrate DP. Okay, DT, not so much. But, but anyway, um, the. I don't know what my fucking original yeah, point you was. Went all right this. off the rails. I, just keep you talking I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> stopping me. <laughs> I said, oh, that, that they, they were able to cross over, but it's strange that they were able to cross over. They, there was like a mainstream element yeah, to OnlyFans. And according to all the articles that came out, they have over 2 million creators Ooh. and over 130 million users. Whoa. Yeah. Two million creators. Wait. Two, the two million oh, creators million. and 130 million users. The two million creators have you have uh, earned over five billion dollars on the platform. Christmas. What am I doing with my life? Seriously. Man. Seriously. You saying all I gotta do is some crazy sex stuff in front of the camera and I'm I could be reeling hmm. in the dough. Unemployment is ending soon. Oh, you I also have to be attracted to. That's that's the other part of it. Well, that's the thing. If like you if if you are, you know, if any normal person gets naked, I don't know if anybody's going to really give a shit. 
it's oh gotta it's the, it's the stars it's, do that, so. you gotta be kind of like a semi known star yeah it's true it is true you know yep yeah i would imagine but, I, I would imagine they would go the route of like you know cameo yeah like if if they went that route and did like personalized like they turned it into like yeah you could do this stuff but you have to do it to this one you know but again, even that's a little. Well, that, nobody's going to do that for. You like, don't think? No, no. Like a thirty-second video of uh, just a naked chick saying, "Hey, it's a, hey, fella, happy birthday." And, Stella. I don't know. There was there was the the only now that I'm talking about it, the other thing that I remember reading, and I again I forget who this is, but there was a another porn star that stopped doing porn altogether because she was able to. Uh, make enough money just posting pictures on oh. OnlyFans. Well, good for her. Yeah. You see, that's. So I was like, oh, that's a well, that's a good thing because, right. and she kind of alluded to, you know, porn not exactly the safe, not a huge HR department in the whole porn industry. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's always safe and wonderful maybe, and on the up and up. Maybe kind that's of where I need co-workers. to go. Ah. To run HR for OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> or for um, actual porn. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. They're in a pickle here because you're known for this now and now you're going to like stray away from it. I think you're going to lose a lot of people. It's yeah, kind of like exactly. when Playboy said no more nude. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever so, happened with that? Did they what? stick to that? I don't know. Nobody knows. It's gone. Who the fuck is reading Ooh. Playboy for it? What are they going there for your fucking opinion? Like, it's not that good. No. <laughs> I mean, like I respect the no nudity thing, but then you have to make all your other shit like really good. Like right. you gotta yeah. have a real reason to fucking go there. I mean, yeah, that's fine, but again, I think they they went back a little. T- I'm not sure <laughs> though, but I can't imagine them them surviving on no nudity. I yeah, mean, I can't even. Just a magazine, right? Where, uh, first of all, you're a magazine, right? Which is exactly. enough trouble. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, I gotta go in two minutes. By the way, okay, that's what I she think, said. I think to go, play- <laughs> to go to my OnlyFans. I think get, those, get that money while you can. <laughs> Check out Judy on OnlyFans. I think Playboy only makes money off of literally just licensing out that bunny costume for Halloween. I think that's where they make their money for the year. What else could it. it be? Yeah, have you been a Playboy bunny, Janine? No, never. Okay, I have yes, to ask actually, you. to tell you the truth, you want to hear something funny? Yes. Or bitchy. Um, that woman who had it out for me at my job on Halloween, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Halloween fan. So like, I'm not just going to go into my office. Like it's a regular day. I'm going to like put something on. I'm going to dress up in something like, you know, I'm going to do something. So, um, I had bought these bunny ears and she was like, Oh, look, it's our very own Playboy bunny. And I was like, no, nah, that's, that's actually not what I'm, believe it or not, that's not what I'm going for. And I was so offended. Oh, Probably, you were offended. I was offended. Uh, Calling the call in HR. What were you going for? Just like a bunny, not a Playboy bunny. You mean you were called something you didn't want to be called? <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was only because this woman had it out for me and she always you know did something but oh but wait 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 i'll tell you why i did the bunny i'll tell you why <laughs> now i remember 
because <clears throat> she she was upset that my boss took me to meet a client and not her. And the the client that he met, his wife was named Bunny. So she thought I didn't hear her. Like he when when he went to tell her, um, I'm taking Janine, she was like, Oh, you're taking your little bunny? And it was like two weeks before Halloween. So I was like, you know what? Now I'm gonna be a fucking bunny to fucking just to fucking twist her. Just to fucking twist her. And that's why I did it. I, I just remember that. So yeah. What a healthy work environment you had there. If but unfortunately a- it wasn't a playboy bunny, it was just a regular bunny. If you had a chance to punch this woman in the face today oh, and not get yeah. in trouble for it, would you do Absolute. it? Absolutely. Yes. Punch okay. her in the face and her throat. Yes. Nice. Absolutely. The old face and throat punch. With my bunny ears. It's hard to pull off. All right. We got to talk about this before Janine goes because I want to get everybody's opinion on it. And this is a great thing to throw into the comments. Uh, credit Mr. Beast for this one. He asked this question. I found this to be fascinating. Okay. Would you rather have $10,000 guaranteed or a coin flip for a chance to win $100,000? Coin flip. Oh, God. And I'm the gambler in the group. Oh, God. $10,000 is great. Chance at $100,000? That's basically you take $10,000, you put it on red or black. Yeah. Well, no, well, no like, you're not, because it's a lot more money than that. Yeah, that's 50-50. Where you, you're looking that's at 10 to 20, 1. Yeah. 10 to 1. That's pretty good. I'd take it. I would probably do the 10000 because I just lost some money in AC. So there you go. <laughs> we never found... Oh, you know what? You never shared your AC. Uh, did you have a story? What right. was your story? I forget. I We were just asked if we were swingers. <laughs> Hi-oh. No, you. Oh, that's right. Now you know you are. You have to tell this story now. I know All you right. got to go. Can Real you tell quick. it in a, in a yes. concise? Okay. So we were hanging out at one of the beach bars, and um, there was a bachelor party next to us. And I knew I knew it was a bachelor party because they were all wearing short sleeve, button down, flowery shirts. And I'm like, okay, so obviously douchebag. So. <laughs> Oh, why can't I wear a flowery shirt to the beach? <laughs> so my husband goes to the bathroom. One guy, I see him walking over to me. He goes, can I ask you a question? That was your boyfriend or husband? Or I said, husband. He goes, are you guys swingers? So I was like, what? I literally was like, what? No. And he's like, okay, thank you. And he turns around and he just walks back. And I'm like, I was like oh, no, 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 no. That's not it. So my husband comes back to, from the bathroom and then we start talking to the bachelor party and they're like, do you know where we should go? And blah, blah, blah. Like we were going to go to this place right on the boardwalk, like a strip club there. I was like, nah, you're not going to go. That, you're not going to go that one. Did you point them in the right direction? Of course I po- pointed them to BE. Of course <laughs> nice. I did. There's only one Jay Sam's indoor strip club in Atlantic city. DM it's us a, if you want to know what it is. Exactly. So I was like, mm. So then I, I just said to one of the guys, I was like, why did, why did your friend over there, why did he ask if I, we were um, swingers? And he's like, he asked you that? He's like, I, I wouldn't even bother even thinking about this. He's like, he's an idiot. He always asks dumb questions. <laughs> so I was like, all right. But it was pretty funny because I was like, no. Why? I wonder what the, what the if you would have said yes, right. what he would have, what would it follow up have been. 
I know, because I mean, there was probably about twelve of them. So he definitely was talking to like one, if not more, of the guys about it. Just not that guy who I spoke with. So just pretty funny. I was like, do we look like swingers? I mean, like, what am I doing? That's what I would want to know. Like, what made him at? Like, yeah. What about what you guys were doing made it yeah. appear that you were swing? Do you have an upside down pineapple on you somewhere? I know, right? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm, I wasn't even wearing pineapples. That's the international. Is that the, the symbol? Yes. It's, these are things you got to wear. Remember how like, when you were a kid, it was like you can't wear this certain thing because it'll get you beaten up in school. Like you couldn't right. wear like a Ninja Turtle shirt or whatever it was because they were like beating up kids in Ninja Turtle shirts. I waited until I was an adult to wear those kinds of shirts. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the same thing. It's like careful what you wear because you might be signaling to other swingers that well, you're. Well, right. Uh, because I saw a cute pineapple print thing from my. Uh, daughter who's almost two and i was like nah i can't because like maybe then if they see me with it they might think you know why do pineapples get such a rap i mean they, they... I thought uh, that was like a... a symbol of welcome isn't Ooh. that like a i gotta a go good all right all right go ahead jsab so you're see, on yeah. for the hundred thousand dollars not the ten thousand oh i'm doing no. ten thousand no, ten thousand oh you're taking the guarantee all right all I'll right see you there see she ya. goes jsab's taking the guarantee <laughs> bye not the coin flip. I would have thought for sure the coin flip. I'm, I'm, I, th I think I'm on the coin flip side. I'd flip the coin. Because 50, 10 chance you get 100 grand? Absolutely. 10,000 is great and all, but. What Imagine, do you and then, because you know what's going to happen. You're going to take the 10,000 and then I go, oh, just for fun, let's flip the coin. You're going to flip the coin. You'd win the 10, you would have won the 100,000 and then you'd be kicking yourself the rest of your life. Yeah, but what if you walk away with nothing? You walk away with nothing. You took a gamble. Took a nice big gamble. If it was like fifty thousand, or or uh, flip a coin for a hundred thousand, then I take the fifty thousand. But if it's a ten to one, that's that's a big that's right. a big payout. This this must say something. Like I wonder what the psychological implications are of that. Because ten thousand guaranteed, like for nothing. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything. You've 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 already won ten thousand dollars. Right. But we're sitting here going like fucking ten thousand. Who gives a shit? Like, give me. No, it's a huge chunk of money that we could, I'm sure, both use efficiently. But I feel like see ten to one. If it was flip a coin for twenty thousand, I wouldn't do it. Okay. But... See, I feel like anybody who's like I feel like Warren Buffett would be like, "You're insane. Take the ten thousand, put it into the this. Well, okay, and well, what then if in twenty years you're gonna have." Like a hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? <laughs> what does that do? I put it in what? <laughs> exactly. T bills. It's always fucking T bills. -bills. I don't even know what that is, but I it's don't always T bills. That's referring to like tea that you drink or the letter T. I don't even know what if that's you know is a T bill that? No idea. Um, but let's say it was a million dollars, ten thousand, or a chance at a million coin flip. What do you do then? Oh, that's a great question. I think you, because you, you take the chance for, to go for a mill, no? Yeah, but when you think, all right, yes, I, uh, yes, I feel like that's my instinct. That's my initial instinct. But when you think about it, you're just in, you're, you're basically talking people out of ten thousand dollars just by increasing the size of this fictitious number. But fifty-fifty chance, it's not fictitious. You flip a coin, you land on the right side. I guess you so. Got a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. See, I wonder. I, I want to. I would have asked Janine, and I, I'll, we'll ask people that are commenting, tweeting us, and 
dropping Facebook messages. If you were to, if you said no to the hundred grand, would you say yes to the million? Because I think it's all about the odds. I mean, if you got a ten to one payout, if it was flip a coin for twenty grand, I wouldn't do it because it's only doubling it. But if you got a chance right. to multiply it by ten, I would take that that chance. It's that it's that risk factor, like twenty another no, ten thousand. The risk, it's it's, it's the payout. It's it's a. It's, yeah, the, the, risk. the odds are in your favor a little bit here. No, the odds never change. It's 50 No, no, no. I mean like the, the uh, 10 to 1. I don't mean. 50. Right. Right. Well, you're, the payout's better. The risk of you winning more has, has gone up if you, right. it went, you know. Saying. I mean, yeah. if someone said $10 million or $10,000, of course, you're, you're going to take that coin flip, no? Mm, yeah. It's all about the, what the higher number is. It's hard not to, especially now. I feel like, you know, we even talk about like a million dollars, but it really, a million dollars, it really is not what it used to be. Oh, well, that's a, you could say that every year, but it's still a lot. Yeah. But like, if I, if I put, to, like, if you put $10,000 in anybody's pocket, what are they really getting out of it? You know, I know it's money, but you're, you can't even make that like, big purchase or you know change Good. that he, for what it's not life-changing money but it's no. you could you could you pay, can't even put a roof on on a house for that much money and i would know because i just put a, a roof on my house you could maybe almost pay your rent for like eight months i guess so i mean that's it's not it's nothing to sneeze at 10 grand but let's it's say not. if it was a guaranteed 100 grand or a coin flip at a million see that's 10 to 1 as well but i would take the 100 grand you're right. You're Since right. It's I, all about what the numbers were. I probably would take the hundred grand too. I wouldn't lo risk losing a hundred grand at a, maybe a million. I all would risk losing. I know it's tempting, but you walk away with a hundred grand, you're, you're probably going to be happy. It's still ten to one. It's the same odds. You're right. But I would go for the hundred grand over the over the coin flip. I feel like we're making the dumb decision here. I feel like. Educated people will be like, take the guaranteed money. We're educated. Not um, highly, but we're educated. College graduates. Please. Stop it. Okay. Barely. Queens College and St. John's. Give me a fucking break. Those like, are colleges. Barely. Okay, barely. Technically colleges. Let's just put it this way. If they lapse on paying their college cred uh, credential uh, fee, they're, gonna, they're fucking out. That's Nobody's yeah, going to let charge, them back in. They're not lapsing on anything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, that's interesting. Let us know in the comments. Uh, tweet at us, uh, at Anthony's Faves, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. DMs are cool. You could drop your comment through the website, anthonyonair.com. I'm curious. I love that question. That's a great question. question. I feel like it says something about your, It says something about you when you answer that, that kind of a question. Yeah, I mean, if you're a millionaire, you'd probably take the coin flip every time. Yeah. You know, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you probably go for the 10 grand, you know, I'm no millionaire, but I feel like. Well, I think if odds, you're living paycheck to, to paycheck and you're in a tough spot and 10 grand gets you out of that tough spot. That, yeah. It depends on your situation. It's different. Too. You yeah. got a, a lot of things to take into account. Your, your own financial situation. Number yeah. one, number two, um, the 10 to one is a big difference. Uh, and how low and how high each number is. I mean, again, 100,000 to a million, I go with 100,000. 
I mean, if, someone, if I gave you a dollar and said flip this coin for maybe 10 bucks, you'd probably flip the coin. Oh, easily. Yeah, because fuck am I going to do with a dollar? Exactly. Can't even buy a candy I'm, bar with that. Right. So it depends. I mean, 10 grand is a good amount of money, and I would take that in a second. It's dangling it's, 100 grand in front of me. I'm going to sound like an old man here. It's insane. Things got expensive post pandemic. Like, I, I guess we're not technically post, I don't even know what the fuck we are anywhere. But like, you, like, everything is like we talked about like lumber going up and that kind of shit and everybody always talks about the price of milk and vegetables and shit like that fuck that like to, i took i took my family out family of four two adults two children just to a meal right i think we had one appetizer the kids got kids entrees my wife and i had an entree she had a martini i had two beers 110 how much 110 Higher? Mm-hmm. 130. Get out of here. Where the hell did you go? I'm telling no, like uh this was like first of all we did it we had we had a couple we, this happened t- twice over the last three weeks. We went out to dinner and we got a bill over two hundred dollars. That's crazy. What the hell are you eating? Two hundred dollars. That fifty dollars a meal. Where the no that that doesn't add up. There's something something's wrong. Okay, you want to know what's wrong? The last so the last place we went to, you know, it was like um, you know the kids were tired, like they were getting tired, and so they were kind of like eating, but they were getting like a little rambunctious, you know. So what does a parent do? Hey, if you want dessert, if you want ice cream, you gotta be good, right? So we had to get them ice cream. Guess how much ice cream was at this fucking place? At the restaurant that you were in? Yeah. And by the way, both restaurants, one was a seafood place. One was just like a regular like bar and grill, like American bistro food. Nothing, nothing fancy at all. I mean, good. A good, solid place. Like, you know. Like a kid's bowl of ice cream, a couple scoops? Yes. Well, it was the at the ice cream, the place with the ice cream issue, there was like two huge scoops of ice cream. 15 bucks. It was nine dollars on ice All cream. Right. I, was gonna, I went over. I shot over. And of course, like I was like, a lot. just give us vanilla and chocolate in the same bowl, and some ice. I'll make yeah. my own fucking ice cream. <laughs> Bring me milk and ice. I'll fucking give me the blender. I'll make it myself. <laughs> of course, my son wanted chocolate, and instead of splitting, we were just like just like chocolate and vanilla. Actually, we said just chocolate and vanilla, not even really thinking. Like he could have just brought it in one bowl. You could have just went to to the supermarket and grabbed the thing of Briars. Yeah. Hagen does. $18 for two ice creams. Yeah, that's insane. The drinks were like 15 bucks. Insane. I haven't, I haven't walked out to the uh, um, ice cream man in a very long time. Has his prices gone up? Yeah. Because uh, we went to the beach. I went to the beach for the first time a week ago. Uh-huh. For the first time this summer, I went to the beach. And on the way back, we, we go to this one beach. And then on the way back, there's a tiny, tiny beach, and there's an ice cream truck that always sits there. Now, granted, this is in West Hampton. This is in like, Hoodytoityville. The 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 ice cream, the the little tiny beach is is put in between two twenty million dollar homes. So I get it, you know. But four fifty for a ice for an ice pop. Four fifty. That's insane. For four of us to have an uh, a fucking ice cream no, was twenty dollars. That's ridiculous. It used it's to be ridiculous. like a dollar. 
Yeah. Remember when we were when we were at the park when we were kids and you have a dollar, can I borrow a dollar? Yeah. A dollar for a freaking thing on a stick, ice cream on a stick. Dude, remember the days when we used to like hustle up quarters in front of McDonald's? We used to, we used to tell strangers like, oh, I need a quarter to call my mom. You you stand out there for four minutes, you got three dollars. You went inside and got some McNuggets. We're set. Those were the days, my friend. It's crazy. Thought they'd never end. And and. 15, 17, I think her martini was seven. Look, I remember being in the, like, if you're in Manhattan, a, a drink's $15. That's insane also, but it's Manhattan, but, uh, I guess. But, That's but we're used to it. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're all the way out in the, you know, I mean, we're in the land of like a $4 drink out here, $5 maybe. Right. Fucking $15 for a drink? That's way too much. That's crazy. No, I don't get it. I mean... Don't, what the what the hell? What, what I, told, I told my I told my wife well, I got to run into Mr. Beast first of all, but I told my wife I go his fucking friendlies and even even McDonald's, we had like a we had like a whatchamacallit, we got football practice now, so this you know, so now nobody wants to cook or do anything, so go to McDonald's to get it. It was like fifty five dollars for fucking yeah. Well, my wife and I we go to like a Wendy's or something. I mean, it's good. I mean, we're you know fine with the meal, nothing, no problem. But it's like for two people, two meals. It's over twenty bucks. Yeah, this is fast food takeout, right? <laughs> it's like I'm paying for I mean, diarrhea. Why yeah. am I paying this much? This food is not spending that much time in my body. So <laughs> what am I paying for? <laughs> All right, Afghanistan, Frank. Um, I feel like I'm gonna grow tired of this story only because the more I hear about it, the worse it gets. Um, but now the story is, is the Taliban has billions of dollars, billions in U.S. weapons, including over 600,000 rifles and Blackhawks, the helicopters. Great. They got our helicopters. This is the stuff that we gave to the Afghan army. Right. right. That the Afghan army said, fuck this, I'm leaving. Yes. And they basically. just left behind. Basically. Somewhere in the neighborhood of like $90 billion, $90 billion in trade in training. Not even talking about the equipment. That was a different thing. $90 billion in 20 some odd years of training, training this army. And then they gave it up in like a week, 11 days. Yeah, and they were like, uh, nope. See you later. You know, Where'd how? Go? where did these 200,000 uh, army you know, uh, soldiers go. I don't know. They just left. It. And the, the leaders, they just fucking peace. See you later. This was the biggest waste. I, the, you know, I feel like after Vietnam, we were like, hey, we're never going to do this again. And we kind of fell into it a little bit with this. It's, I mean, it's, it's a little. Because it was an attack, you know. Yeah. We fell into it because of 9 of 11. It's a little different this in this and particular then, instance. We just kept staying. We stayed there. But this idea of pushing our way of life onto other people, which I fucking love it here. I don't know why anybody else wouldn't want to live this way. It's beyond me. But there's some fucking crazy people out there. And if they want to. Well, that's not know, what we were doing. We were training them to take control of their own government. Well, correct. Correct. And then they were like, nope. See ya. Yeah, but they have a certain way that they want to live, and it's very different from, you know. Yeah, which is fine, again. From us. And the um, people, if they wanted to live that way, we were just training the soldiers 
to, yeah. to fight for that right to live that way. But I can't help but think that we need to really learn from this as a country because this whole military industrial complex of we need more weapons and we need more. Like I'm all for defense and I'm all for a little bit more than that just to kind of make sure everybody's. Well, defense, keep, yeah, you need defense, of course. Uh, yeah, because defense but, is different now. Sometimes defense is sticking your nose in a little something, something just to make sure that that doesn't grow out of control and wind up on your doorstep one day. I think everybody's okay with that. Everybody. Too. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, and drones and all this. And I love drones. So if you don't have to risk an American life to, to do, to carry out a mission. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, but this, I mean, the, the sad truth of all of this is, is there's a small group of people. Like you look at like, where did this money go? Like this money just went to people. You know what I mean? Like this money went to weapon manufacturers and weapons well, also, sales mean, reps and account for 20 years of our soldiers training soldiers. I mean, our soldiers got paid. I don't know how much, but you know, it's 20 years of training. Yeah, but it's not even agreed. I'm sure and that's a drop in the bucket. Right. And the thing is, is those soldiers are going to get paid anyway, whether they're here at home training for whatever, oh, yeah, or they're out doing whatever. Yeah. Well, this money that you're accounting for went to that training over there. But it went to, here's what I'm saying, is it went to people that were like, I don't know, we got to stay there and we got to make sure we're doing this right. Like advisors and, uh, you know, I'm not talking about straight up soldiers, but I'm talking about high up military personnel that you know after whatever whatever weapons company or this that other you know billion dollar mm -hmm. multinational company oh, people made out like bandits i'm sure then they then they retire and then they get a seat on the board and then they get a consulting position and then they're making all this money like this like non-stop it's military industrial complex it's kickback it's this yeah. it's that and it's oh, like i'm sure there was a lot of that I mean, sure. it's crazy. Yeah, no, that definitely no one's doubting that that happened because that uh, that almost guaranteed that that happened. Yeah, you gotta, you know, that's part of sadly all this Halliburton shit and fifty dollars for a pair of socks and you know, it's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. I know and these people's lives is the worst part about it. It's our soldiers' lives for to line the pockets of you know just some people. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah. But the more I read about it, this isn't this ain't looking great for Biden. You know, I was um, I was, uh, you know, I, I was trying to find I was looking into like why he took a couple of months more to get the people out. And I didn't really you know, people were screaming about it. The when 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 some loudmouth conservatives scream about shit the same way when when like AOC screams about shit, sometimes it, it turns me off from like really looking into it. But um, they're saying that he was trying to make the official withdrawal like around the anniversary of September 11th, like for the optics of it. And that that's why he was kind of like stringing along the. Then why didn't he wait? If that's I, true, he could have waited another couple of weeks. I guess so. But I, I mean, I, I don't really know. The other thing I read that he was. Um, you know, and again, this is all like this could all change. You know, the other thing I read was that he went like five or six days or whatever without talking to like while this was like while they knew when they knew. Oh, OK, this is really starting to 
escalate quickly. He never talked to anybody like England or, you know, he never talked to any other world leader to kind of like, let's coordinate, let's get our people out safely. Let's feel like, you know, they, there's a way to do it. Like you get your, get the people out and then the military leaves and he kind of like fucked up that order and then like rushed the military out. It was like very strange. Yeah, oh, I agree. It didn't, didn't go the way it should have gone. That's I mean, sure. yeah, we played that audio of the general of General uh, Miley there. He said they didn't they didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. Right. But everything I'm reading from like everywhere is kind of like, yeah, but even when you kind of knew it was going down, you still kind of like dragged your feet a little bit. And they're saying like they got control of the airport back. And I think the number was like seven or eight hundred people that they've been able to get out like per day. But that there's anywhere from like ten thousand to forty thousand people still there that they need to get out. So I mean, if you even if they're running like around the clock, like I mean, that's just I know it's a long time to get all those people out. Yeah, and I'm I don't know. Obviously, we don't know the situation firsthand, but I got to imagine there are troops protecting those. Our troops are there, guarding. Hopefully, those thousands of people that are trying well to leave. yeah yeah because he because they sent what six thousand more troops in and i don't think that they're you know they're they're not letting that airport yeah, they're not going to get that airport back from them right they're protecting the, yeah. the exodus for the most part hopefully but yeah i i don't know how this is going to play out this is it's a weird situation i don't think it's a good look for biden right now this is really no. not a great it is not not a great look for him. He didn't really, he's not really handling this all that well. I mean, he has advisors, he has generals. Why? I mean, you'd think they would, I mean, you got to take the orders where you can take the orders, but you'd think they would, hey, this is the better idea. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it went down. I mean, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback, but when you kind of look at it, you got to go, well, let's, we should have probably gotten all these civilians yeah, out. out. Yeah. And you could have still had your ceremonial bullshit, whatever before 9-11 like you didn't like to go for a photo op was probably a bad a bad bad thing like i stand by my words i got the taliban was going to do this no matter i think and i think everybody kind of knew it yeah because they were going to come in they even they said they were coming in but we didn't think it was going to be this fast going to be this fast even if they thought it would take like years or whatever right they just literally it was like as they were walking out they were just coming in yeah it was like okay i don't know what they thought they were they would wait for i guess I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, you, I mean, you really, you really had people just like dragging this thing on for absolutely no reason. And, um, you know, I think Obama like reduced soldiers. Trump really kind of, you can give him credit for this. Like he was the one that was kind of like, this is it over. We're going to negotiate the end. Now, again, whether or not he had to let that fucking guy out, I don't know. You know, I don't know about the guy, but he did release 5,000. I think that was all part of the negotiations, you know, and then they those are the ones that. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at it, though, if you look when you when you think about it. If it kind of feels like those guys are going out, they're going to get out anyway. I mean, if the Afghan, they didn't fight at all. Like, I don't think I can't imagine. I mean, I don't think anybody saw that coming. They were 200,000 strong and they went, yeah, nope. There's obviously more than five. If, if Trump let out 5,000 people, including the baddest of them all, there's no way there's not more than 5,000 Taliban in that country. No, so the, 
people that were already out were definitely going to run over these 200,000 soldiers, which is crazy. There's four presidents to blame in this. I mean, we were there for, yeah. for too long. It's not our war anymore. It yeah. was the Afghans fight that we were trying to help them win. And then they're not willing to fight, so we left. The guy who, um, the guy, the, the, the um, Marine who was on uh, SEAL Team 6, who, the one who actually killed um, Osama, yeah, he's been saying that we. He, it's it's so interesting what he says. He he believes that we should have gotten out around uh, two. What I forgot what he said. Basically, whatever it was, it was like three or four years before they actually got Bin Laden. He should was like before we got Bin Laden. Yeah, he was like at the time everything had quieted down so much. They they were honestly because he was there. He was boots on the ground there. All the soldiers were kind of like, what's the point now? Like, you know, outside of you're literally just trying to find this one guy, there's no longer any reason, you know, to be there. And, you know, they, they, they had pushed Al Qaeda out. You know, they, they did that. You know, that was the real main objective as far as Afghanistan goes. Um, and, but he said, he goes, I thought we should have got out. He goes, but to their credit, like we stuck around for another three or four years and then we wound up actually getting him. That guy's an interesting guy. You know, he also was on the team that rescued Captain Phillips. Man. Yeah. This guy's done a lot. It's like, uh, a, it's like the 1927 Yankees. Yeah. What was that? Amber Alert? Storm? Hurricane. Hurricane. Can you guys hear that? No. Hurricane, Hurricane warning? Yep. Yeah, they warned you. They didn't warn me. <laughs> You're fucked. Yep. <laughs> No, I think I'm all oh, right. Okay, I think I'm farther out, so I don't think it's gonna. Uh, so you're fucked. I'm definitely fucked. All right, have yeah. a good time. Enjoy. Have food, water, cash, fuel, and medications for three days. Oof, that's a fun warning to get. I don't have any of those things. Well, <laughs> maybe end this thing early and uh, make a trip over to the grocery store. Yeah. The ATM. God, Jesus. All right. I got. They this is the really th- want you to be prepared. That's the third one. Yeah. I know. I told you I was consulting on this like uh, environmental podcast that we're doing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not helping to sleep at night. Not helping. It's not a good situation there either. We're yeah. not doing. We're not. Not uh, great. As, uh, the human race. We're, we're fucking things up. Pretty much. Yeah. It's not good. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these are the images coming from like, and they're all just like showing it off too. They're like, "Yeah, we got all your shit." It's like, it's like not a great, not a great yeah. situation. At least we got rid of Cuomo, though, Frank. You see, um, I found this to be rather hysterical. This uh, U-Haul truck pulled up in front of the the governor's mansion. <laughs> now, did a U-Haul truck just go there, or was it his U-Haul truck? I uh, no, I don't know. I mean, Is someone uh, trying to take a picture with a U-Haul oh. truck in front. No, no, because you know what happened? They they feverishly got it and moved it into the back away from away from all the media. Why would you get a U-Haul? <laughs> That's just I mean, get an unmarked truck, get something Hire a fucking moving company. Something else. <laughs> Not, you know? You see cuz that implies that he's got him and other people around him to help him move stuff. Not a company. You know, that's him moving his own stuff. Yeah. Seriously. U-Haul is not a company that has people that move stuff. It's just trucks. 
No governor should move out of the executive mansion in a fucking U-Haul truck. Yeah. I mean, that's just awful. Yeah, you hire someone to wrap your shit up and, and take it. <laughs> you know? Especially this guy. He's got all this money from selling the book about how well he handled the whole COVID thing. Prick. Right. Uh, Elon Musk said Tesla is working on humanoid robots. <sighs> a prototype is supposedly coming sometime early next year. Are they going to pass the, uh, I forget what the test is called. Is that test like you're not able to tell if it's a robot or a human? I forget what that test is called, but. Uh, is there, a, oh, is there a test like that that yeah. exists? Yeah. And that's when we're, we're screwed. If, once a robot passes that test, we're screwed. Yeah, basically. Like, if we're not able to tell, like, because a robot will give us, you know, ad, certain answers and, you know, it, if a robot re reacts the way a human react, you know all this stuff. If it passes that test, I forget. Ah, it's gonna kill me. What that test is called. I feel like we're screwed. Regardless, I feel like we're screwed already. Oh boy. Do you want to see this? Oh, you see? Oh, I, I, I see didn't it. I was, yeah. Look at that thing. Isn't that freaky? I mean, for those that are listening and not watching, it looks just like a bodysuit, but like the sh like all right. Picture a football player. And like the top of the shoulder pads are just pitch black, and so is the face and the mask. It's called the Turing test. What is it? The Turing test. T U R I N G. The Turing test. Yeah, and that's to test a robot, a robot's ability to be human and to blend in and not be robotic. Yeah, it's no longer a question of if the robots are going to take over and kill us. It's which it's company's robot oh, is going to take one? over and kill us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 125 pounds. Mm -hmm. A screen on the face for useful information. All right, so at least we'll know it's a robot. The yeah. face will be a screen. I mean, it looks like a, it's, it's got a human shape. Uh, but the face looks like it's going to be a screen. It's made of lightweight material, human level hands. That's something. Uh, I mean, I, f I feel like the first use for these things, I always thought a sex-based company would, would come out with the first one of these things. I mean, what, nope. else, what else do we need these things for? Come on. Uh, Tesla's uh, saying their experience building automated machines in its factories as well as some of the hardware and software that powers the company's autopilot driver assistance software has enabled this next venture. Elon Musk, who has spoken repeatedly about his fears of runaway artificial intelligence, said the Tesla bot is, quote, intended to be friendly. Let me tell you my uh, biggest. How many how many sci fi movies are we going to not learn from? <laughs> Just watch iRobot. They're always intended to be friendly. <laughs> Yeah, you want to know what my biggest problem with that quote is, Frank? Is the intended part. <laughs> yeah. Once someone hacks this thing and does whatever it wants to, with it, turns it into whatever, mm -hmm. we're screwed. So that's the first thing that's going to happen. They're going to build this thing. It's going to be hooked up to some giant computer. Someone's going to hack that giant computer and take over these things. And that's the problem. Oh, yes. Yep. It's exactly iRobot, isn't it, really? It's exactly iRobot. Exactly. Except that in iRobot, the computer became self-aware and, and and it wasn't hacked by any other person. It was it was like, let me solve humans problem. Oh, the, the problem is humans. That's that was iRobot. <laughs> I don't even remember iRobot. It was good movie. Wasn't it the, 
the robot was accused of killing somebody or something? Yes. Yeah. And it was um, it was accused of killing somebody, it, but it did because it was ordered to by the human that created it. Like it was ordered to, right. want, the guy wanted to commit suicide. Thing helped him, I think. Right. Um, and then the main computer, the other part of it was the main computer was, spoiler alert, I robot spoiler alert, was tasked with the solve the problem, solve, solve problems for humans. The biggest problem facing humans was humans. So <laughs> that, that was a problem. That was, I didn't account for that. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, 12 arms. What the hell? Two necks. What is, oh, electromag, uh, actuated, electromechanical actuators. Yeah. The hell that is. What's strange? Oh, let me read this before I get into my point here. Um, God. The company is designing the machine at a mechanical level so that you can run away from it and most likely overpower it. Most likely. <laughs> most likely. It will be five feet, eight inches tall, weigh 125 pounds, have a screen on the face, as you said. The code name for the bot inside the company is Optimus. Oh, boy. That, that sounds like the thing that's going to end the world. Yeah. Remember, what, remember Optimus when he wiped everybody out? Yep. Doesn't that thing in the, in the chest, doesn't that look like your fuse box that runs your house? Yeah. Just the door panel on it? Yeah. It's a little, it is, a little too close to home here. This all sounds lovely. The robot is designed to handle tasks that are unsafe, repetitive, or boring, according to Tesla. Isn't that just being a person? Right. I mean, that's kind of what we want. I mean, that's kind of why Amazon was so successful. It is repetitive and boring to go out and shop for your paper towels and your, you know, yeah. this shit that you use all the time. Like, oh, you mean I could just automate that and it'll show up at my door? Great. I actually like going shopping. I like doing the grocery shopping. I feel like we like doing the grocery shopping, especially like if you're going to like, oh, make something special that night or you got a new recipe or, you know. Have you ever used that smoked paprika, by the way? You still haven't, have you? No, I have. It's uh, a bull face lie. No, I did. Ah, uh, what the hell was you it? You can't just sprinkle it on some eggs remember. and be like, I did it. No, I can't remember what the hell it was. Make but it I've up. used it on something. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, never believe anything that Frank says is the point of this. But the real point. The it's real still mostly full. I'll give you that. <laughs> Um, of course it is. You buy one of those fucking things that lasts longer than the house sometimes that you're That's living true. in. Um, anyway. Um, My mesquite seasonings is lowered a bit. I use mesquite a lot. When I make burgers, <laughs> mix in the mesquite mix. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Uh, anyway, this you know, I feel like it all starts out with these good intentions. Of course it does. But no, I mean, no one's, hey, you know what? I want imagine someone just came out like a t this guy Musk and was like, you know what? I'm building this thing for the worst intention. I want these things to take over. Would they stop him? That would be Bezos. Him, right? We expect Bezos to do that. But but everybody this thing loves kind of looks like Bezos. That's <laughs> sure. <It's> robot. <laughs> it's robot Bezos. Put no, a, but maybe throw a wig on it. Here's what I was going to say. There's a generation of people. If you're in your 40s, your late 30s, your 40s, your 50s. You were kind of that you were kind of sold on this Jetsons way of life. We were going to have flying cars and moving sidewalks and Seinfeld's famous bit that one piece silver jumpsuit, you know, 
And then none of that ever happened. It just never fucking happened. So I think we became awfully cynical about future and technology. But it feels like since the 90s and maybe the internet, we are in like this hyperdrive of creativity and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Technology. This these amazing technological advances. Yes, thank you. That like I feel like I feel like my kids are going to have a robot. Like when by the oh, time yeah. my kids are of age, like they are going to have one of these things. Well, we technically kind of had robots when we were kids, like the Teddy Ruxpins and all that. They obviously weren't as as advanced as this, but they were technically robots. You know, they just they didn't walk. Maybe they didn't walk around and do your you know cook your dinner. That but, is an, that's an all-time take to compare this to Teddy Ruxpin. I'm just saying we had robots, <laughs> but not to this level. Just, Teddy this Ruxpin? Is, this is just a way more advanced version. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I think sat there and told you stories. <laughs> this is the same thing. It's just going to cook you dinner instead of putting your kid to sleep. That, that was a speaker and a fucking MP3 file on it, it though. The mouth moved and the eyes moved. <laughs> that was a robot, buddy. Teddy Maybe it didn't walk me. around, but it talked to you. It's a uh, robot. What do you want? You're the best. It wasn't. Come on. That was a robot. This, this is the same thing, only obviously way more advanced. 30, 40 years more advanced. I feel like I have to bring up Teddy Ruxpin for people because they're not going to know what the hell you're Love talking Teddy about. Ruxpin. And the friend, what was the the, the worm? Uh, it was like not glowworm, but it was a it was earthworm or fucking something. What was that thing? I gotta look him up. I don't know. Keep me while honest. you're looking up Teddy Ruxpin. Look up the worm, the worm's name. Here's a Teddy Ruxpin commercial. Teddy Ruxpin was like a bear who, like, yeah, he would basically just talk and tell stories, and his eyes would move. That's kind of really it. Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin. Well, well you would put a tape in, and then he worm. would tell you like a bedtime story, a kind of shit. Grubby. I loved Grubby because he had eight legs and he was cuter than Teddy Ruxpin, I thought. Here's what's weird. My aunt had a Teddy Ruxpin There's and I never did. There's Grubby. Oh, that, oh, I think I do remember seeing commercials for that. Fucking loved Grubby. God, the 80s. The 80s look at the futuristic world is like one of my favorite things ever. Like you look at like Back to the Future or what they oh, predicted yeah. the future and twenty fifteen they thought we'd have flying cars. Yeah. And holograms and crazy all that shit. shit at Epcot Center, like when they were looking at the future of the world and everything and Yeah, we don't have half that shit. We don't. But now hoverboards. Now I feel like we are we are on our way. And Give me a hoverboard and I'll believe you. Still we, haven't gotten that. Here's the thing. One can argue we do already have it now, and I'm not talking about Teddy Ruxpin. I'm talking about um, Siri and Alexa. And, you know, we basically, we can, like, when you think about the That's power. It's just a speaker playing music with for you. But it's not, though, because you can, you can learn things. You can gather information. You can, you can have something physically arrive at your house that you need. That's just the like internet. It's talking just a speaker to that connected to the internet. Yeah, but it's a, it's an artificial intelligence. I mean, it's it's a program. So is but Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the Siri level of intelligence. Yeah, but 
No, it was a tape. It was a tape deck, but basically, when you th- with a bear wrapped around it. Yeah, it was a tape deck. Exactly. <laughs> but when you think about it, this is just a physical extension of of Alexa. You know, you can ask Alexa to turn up your heat, to turn on yeah. your air conditioner. I but, guess, but this is going to do a lot more. This is going to physically carry stuff or yeah. do stuff for you. You know, change your light bulb. Alexa yeah. can't do that shit now. There was a video the other day of somebody that Starbucks is doing drone deliveries now. Well, come on. I mean, there's stuff we could do, and then there's stuff it's like, why? I mean, I, I get it's cool, and it looks great, and it's, fu- you know, it's fu- uh, new inventions. I get that, but at a certain point, we got to go, yeah, do we need this? Do we need a drone delivering my fucking Frappuccino? Sometimes you don't want to leave the house. You want a little coffee. If you want a coffee, leave the house or make it in your house. You should have to basically leave just to, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, at a certain point, we got to be like, do I need a dro- a robot delivering my coffee? You know? Um, Toys R Us, Frank, making a comeback. Making another one. Another, yet Bring another back, comeback. Baby. This is like the second or third comeback, I feel. I'm in. I, I loved Toys R Us when I was a kid. Uh, thanks to Macy's, uh, Toys R Us is getting another lease on life. The two companies are partnering to sell toys on Macy's website. The brands are also opening Toys R Us shop in shops at 400 department stores next year. Love it. Bring back um, Blockbuster now. Right. I, I missed that. It's yeah. basically the movie theater experience without the movie theater. I love going to the movies, though. Yeah, movies are good, but... Love it. I loved... Going to Blockbuster. That was your night because that was the so you're doing something. You go to the Blockbuster, you get your candy, you get three or four movies, and, and you got your night. It was the it was an old it was a great night because you were going out, but you were still it was an in night. Right. So you can get a little of that outside, get some pizza, get your candy, whatever, ice cream and movies and shit, and then you were in. Yeah, but th- but it was an event because you went home, you turn the lights out, you got your candy, your drinks, you turn on this mo- one movie, you're not changing the channel, you're not, you don't have to buy it off the TV. You put in the thing and you sit there and that was your event. Yeah. You know, now you watch a movie, it's like you're in bed, you fall asleep, who cares, you got you watch it tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, it's not an event anymore. Yeah. And I'm, let me tell you something, we are in, I never thought I would be buying movies again. I'm buying movies like crazy now. Because my stupid kids, that they've got my son now. He can, he knows how to look up things. Ah, uh, you see. And he's discovered YouTube, and so he's like, "I want to see this movie," or like, "I want to see that." Like today, his thing was, "Is, is there a Doctor Octopus movie?" And I go, "No." He's like, "Yeah, but I saw it on YouTube." And I'm like, "There's not a." Do-. I'm like, "Oh, wait a second. He was the in one Spider-Man. of the. He was in the second old Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, can we watch that?" And I'm like, "No." So I'm paying. I don't even know how much ninety dollars a month now in fucking streaming services. I got all these streaming services. Yeah, but they should be available to watch a lot of these movies. Ah, let's see, that's bullshit. I don't know. My kids for a streaming service. Yeah, you should be able to just get them. Now you got to pay for. Not only you got to pay for the streaming service, now you got to pay for each movie. It's like it's just nickel and diamond everybody now. Especially, I'm especially mad at Disney Plus because this is a Marvel franchise. Yeah, I'm surprised Spider Man isn't on Disney. By the way. Every fucking Marvel movie is on Disney, like all the new ones, except for The Incredible Hulk. This little son of a bitch goes, we haven't seen The Incredible Hulk, you know, we got to watch The Incredible I'm like, how did you find the one fucking 
he figured out and narrowed down this is the one movie that we don't watch all He's the not time. Not into Captain America, Iron Man. Come on. No, he is, but he realized that we don't have access to. We he could watch Captain America whenever he wants. That wasn't good enough. He had to zero in on the fucking one movie we couldn't get, yep. and he, I had to buy it on Apple. I had to buy it. See, no, you didn't. No, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> when you said, hit, yeah, when it comes out, when it comes out on Disney, we'll get it. When you hit day seven of, you know what would be a good idea today, Dan, is Incredible Hulk. And you're like, fuck it, all right, fine. You know what they have, though? They have cartoons. They have all this other stuff. We did it all. The, uh, the, the cartoon Hulk, the Lego Hulk, the fucking, we've done it all. All the movies that Hulk is in. Thor now, Ragnarok. Hulk did you get? Hulk is half the movie. That's true. He knew, nope. Incredible Hulk, we don't have. That's the one I need. Now, which one? Eric Banner or... Uh, no. Um, the other one. You told me the other one. Yeah. No, that's the real one. With Norton. Edward Norton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the canon one. Yes. That's the one that's legit. That's the one that we bought. Um, by the way, my wife and I know somebody that um, is like a department store, like executive. Mm-hmm. When they Brag. do... What? I know somebody high up in the. I I know somebody in, some names now. in big department store. We're high up, you know. Um, when they do these little pop up shops, they're hugely successful. Huge, like when like they do Halloween. No, not Halloween, but like Macy's will have like um, like they'll have like uh, the Calvin Klein store in Macy's. And basically all it is is like they'll maybe build a little thing sometimes or they'll basically just like just change the displays, like section. Yeah. the section. Yeah. And they'll kind of like jazz it up and make it this whole thing. And the Calvin Klein will put signs up and stuff. for whatever reason, people go crazy for that shit and they wind up buying it's a specialty like it's a novelty. It's just it's this weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a special thing. It's like the McRib when it's for a limited time only. We feel like, yeah. oh, my God, I got to fucking get this. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Pizza Hut in Target. I don't go to Pizza Hut on a regular, but if I'm in Target, I might stop by Pizza. Hut. You might get a little Pizza Hut. I might yeah. Underrated with those uh, cinnamon pretzels in the Targets. They don't really have those a lot that much anymore. Annie Ann's. Oh, they should be funny. everywhere instead of just malls. They should have their own. They should have their own stores outside of malls. There's nothing that excites uh, you. Could I feel like most men in this country? You could offer them a guilt-free threesome or a, or just an average trip to the mall for an Annie Ann's pretzel. They're going to take the Annie Ann's pretzel. They might think about it for a little while, but it might take a ultimately second, but... it'll be the Annie Ann's pretzel. It's going to be the pretzel. <laughs> I mean, the jalapeno pretzel? No, I don't like that. I don't like that. It's good stuff. Cinnamon. The cinnamon pretzel is great. I like the cinnamon or the regular, the regular traditional one. Jalapeno is good. It's not like you're eating a jalapeno pretzel. It's just a little spice to it. No, I don't get, like get that. it with the cheese dip. Oh, dude. But that oh, sweet sugary it. pretzel. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need those places outside of malls and Penn Station. That's the only place you get it. Which is like, why can't we stick that into other places? I don't know. I don't Talk think to the Annie Ann's. Uh, I know. I don't I don't realize you know that. executives now. <laughs> I know somebody up in big. Yeah. Big department stores. Um, I, I just feel like there's. There's got to be more. There's got to be more of a market there. Pretzel, pretzels should be everywhere. We should have. There should be instead of an ice cream man, should be a pretzel wagon that comes up and down the block. Oh yeah. 
Well, you know, I, mean, I mean, the kids run out for the ice cream, but the adults would run out for the pretzels. I don't know if this is a New York thing, but like on occasion, you'll come across somebody who on a, I feel like that guy in, in clear history, Bill Hader. He's like yeah. on, on occasion, occasion, I will um, talk in my sleep. You'll you'll see a homeless person pushing a cart, a, a regular shopping cart, where he's fashioned a little fire for himself. And he's just grilling pretzels. Oh, that's that's outside of concerts. You get that a lot. And they like the, the no lot. no way should you be consuming a food from a stranger who's cooking off a shopping cart. Something tells me there's no food license there. Yeah, <laughs> just a hunch. I think they're circumventing the the FDA. A little bit. <laughs> a little circumventing bit. a little bit. A little bit. Um, but those fucking pretzels sometimes can be amazing. Uh, yeah, unless they're old and, and stale, they're always good. Always good. You know, always, like, always good. Uh, uh, Val Kilmer, finally. This is insane. I don't, this Val Kilmer story, go ahead. He's, uh, so he lost his voice, right? Because he had yeah, throat he, cancer? Throat cancer, he was battling for a long time. And artificial intelligence, boy, they're, they're, this is a positive artificial intelligence thing. <laughs> that yeah, for, for now for now until the voice robots take over i don't know how that would happen. before val kilmer goes on a killing spree because his uh, ai voice told him to do it yeah he might actually you know show you how to spell kilmer too that would be oh did i misspell it <laughs> val kimmer <laughs> val kimer eh, fuck it val won't be offended i don't he think but what i want to know all right so yeah he lost his voice his natural speaking but but now ai they, what they did was they put recordings. I, guess, I don't know how many hours, but hundreds of hours of his, I guess, his movies and whatever recordings he has. Is that what it was? They uploaded it to this AI technology thing, this computer, and he, now it's able to speak for him. Now, I don't know if it's coming out of his, his own body, the voice, or if it's like a computer, kind of like Stephen Hawking. I don't know how he's able to speak, but his artificial voice sounds like his voice. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know how it's coming out, but for the alternate, yeah, he had sur- okay, so he had surgery in 2014, and he was unable to speak his natural voice, and now this AI is able to do it. So there's a video on the thing that I sent you of him explaining, like, oh, you know, how I lost my voice and all this stuff, and it sounds just like classic Val Kilmer, like from. 20 oh, years ago. Uh, is, do I, is that what I have? The hit clip of him? Yeah, in the middle of the, the article, there's like a little video. Yep. It's it's like a minute and a half or so. It's him. You don't see anything except like you see the text of his voice. But it's him. It's his own words. It's interesting. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's coming out of his... Yeah. We all start. have the capacity to be creative. We're all driven to share our deepest dreams and ideas with the world. Wow. When we think of the most talented, creative people, they speak to us in a unique way. A phrase we often hear is having a creative voice. But I was struck by throat cancer. After getting treated, 
my voice as I knew it was taken away from me. That's crazy. Because I, I tell you what, you can you can hear there's a little because the inflections are not always great but he's got inflection it's a little off but he's it's there it sounds like him i mean if i you know it doesn't sound like a robot doesn't sound like i mean i don't know how he's doing it like is he typing into a computer and it's speaking or is he is it coming out of his own mouth i don't know right that's the only thing i couldn't uh decipher from this so uh, but that's uh, one step closer to you know something truly amazing i mean this this by itself is amazing that's that's amazing yeah I don't know, yeah again i mean if if uh stephen hawking were still around could this be applied you know again you'd have to have i guess you'd have to have audio of his his natural voice which i don't think he uh you know, i don't think he had that much as much as obviously an actor would well what's amazing is is he like because there's a doc did you see the documentary about him Stephen Hawking, no, no, uh, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer no. Yeah, he he's got like um like not only all the movies and everything else, but supposedly he would he was one of these guys that filmed everything. Like he would ha he was like the first one to bring like a regular VHS recorder on set at movies and just film like everything. Wow. Who knew that would pay off, huh? Yeah, so I'm sure outside of even all his like movie roles, there's probably tons of that shit that they they had access to too yeah you know that's crazy i don't uh, i heard a, a lot of buzz about the, that the, you have you heard buzz on that i heard a lot of buzz about that initially and then it came out and i don't know how people are responding like if oh, it's I really don't know. that good not sure i did hear buzz but yeah again i haven't heard anything since um but this is a huge step forward i mean in technology this and i feel like we should Huge be able step to... and he wouldn't have got it without me paving the way to make it happen hey this didn't happen while trump was president but yeah but i i, I laid it all the groundwork for it oh, all right but i feel like um this and they should be if you're if you're uh, paralyzed from the waist down i feel like we should by this point instead of working on robots i feel like we should be able to get your Put some kind of contraption around your legs that makes you able to walk again. Maybe you can't use your own, you know, muscles again or your nerves, but you should be able to have some kind of motion. You know, you know what I'm trying to say, like a mm -hmm. uh, some kind of help robotically that should be able to help. You know, I, I feel like we should be there already. We may not have flying cars, but I feel like at the very least, at this point in human history, we should be able to get someone up and walking again. Well, I think that's the that was the thing that part of what Elon was working on. It was that and in, in, in that in is that what the robot thing is a little bit of it. That's a little bit of what it was, because he was, um, you know, he was saying like he was talking about brain stimulation and how you can put like something in some in somebody's brain and just with little electronic impulses, you can get movement back in their hands right. or back in their feet so that's uh, he's doing a lot of he's putting a lot of money into that, that would be sort great of, yeah that's that let's go that direction because yeah yeah let's let's start fixing problems before we start making new ones but that's what we were talking about we were talking about the little human brain that grew eyes like it's finding that fine that fine line of like hey let's get people walking again 
And before you get to that line of like somebody beat another person to death because his thing short circuited and now there's a mass murderers are all loose. Well, that's that's what know. I'm saying. We got to Well, let's solve the problems we have first before we create new ones is my we, thing. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're worried about making robots that could, you know, I don't know, go shopping for you or whatever. Let's maybe step back a second and go. You're really minute. annoyed by the Starbucks drone. I could tell that really yeah, a little. <laughs> it's a little unnecessary. I feel like you want a cup of coffee that bad. That's a luxury. Mm -hmm. You should have to maybe, you know, work a muscle to go get it. Especially when you have delicious coffee you can make from your own home, Frank. Agreed. If you do, that would be a wonderful thing. Uh, we have a new sponsor that's going to be joining the show. I believe. Um, uh, we're, we're you. You're glitching. Don't want to glitch on the sponsor. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, I can actually see it. Yeah, it's. We could all see it. <laughs> all right, you back? Yeah, am I back? Glitchy, you glitchy son of a bitch. See now, that's AI screwing with us. I don't think. Uh, nope, nothing. So we do have a new sponsor coming up. Uh, brand new sponsor will be starting next week. I believe that's the, that's the hope. The hope is, oh. yeah, next week. Am I back? You're back. I think your video's trying to catch up. Okay. Your audio sounds clear. What's interesting is we're on like a backup thing right now, and we have been for the last two episodes. Right. And this one will actually tell me when the connection's bad. There you go. I get a little so warning. Same modern technology. We yeah. can't fix what's wrong, but we can tell you what's wrong. We can tell you what's that's, wrong. That's good stuff. Um, the very, very last thing I just do want to mention, and I don't often try and take money out of people's pockets. Uh, we've only done this for Janine's Star Legacy Foundation, um, and this is the only other time I'll do it, and it's because it's for an incredible cause. But uh, we're doing this. This is Friday's episode. Saturday is the Artist Writers Game. This is a East Hampton tradition, so if you're in London, I'm sure you don't give a shit. Um, but, um, fact of the matter is, is this is a game that is 73. This is the 73rd time they're going to play this game. Um, it's a celebrity softball game. You can see on the, the scroll yeah, here. This, is that a Blinton? What? Was that Bill Blinton? Yep, it was. <laughs> All right. Actually, yeah, the, the, you want to know the, the interesting Clinton story is, um, <clears throat> this game was kind of so influential that he came up and and uh, umpired in this game back when he was a governor uh -huh. because all the newspaper titans and the you know movie executives and movies like this was um like forget it like not only alec baldwin but um chevy chase and like everybody would play paul simon you know right. like they, the amount of names of people who have played in this game over the years is disgusting. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's so many. Like there's a history. Makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Oh, here. There's a list. Here. You want to go to the list? Look at this. Uh, Alan Alda, Danny Aiello. Is that just? Is that you? Just is, that, yeah. is that you? you <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me. Here it is. I told him I go. Don't use my last name. <laughs> oh, Peter Boyle. R.I.P. Peter Boyle, Bob Balaban, Seinfeld alum. Of course. Big time Seinfeld alum. Cool. Uh, 
all the Baldwins there. Uh, you know, anyway, look, I mean, look at how, look, look, this list yeah, is stop. insane. I want to read one of them. Let's see. You, you can just keep. This uh, is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Cool. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of people. Christopher Reeve. Uh, used to play again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what's sad. A lot of people who... Uh, Alex Sokolow, who wrote uh, Toy Paul Story. Simon, Neil Simon. Neil Simon. A anyway, it's... Uh, playing in this game was a huge honor for me, but more so than anything, uh, it, the whole purpose of this is, uh, you know, uh, to raise money for these, um, these four charities that do incredible work. Uh, the Eleanor Whitmore Early Childhood Center, which is does great work with kids... Uh, Phoenix House, which again, for teens that are having a, a tough time, they kind of get them back on track. East End Hospice, it's it's a hospice. It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the Retreat has been the closest to my heart. The Retreat, Frank, I've worked, I've done stuff with them. I have no idea where they even are. The Retreat okay. is, uh, what they do is, is if you're a victim of spousal abuse, they basically take you, or you if you can get escape and oh, get yeah. out of it, you're not they supposed take, to know where they are. They hide you, and they yeah, exactly. So nobody knows really where they really are. Um, and uh, they're tremendously important. And I've had, I've known of, I knew a person who was like, I actually use this. Uh, I kidding. actually had to use this once. Yep. Oh man. So, um, um, yeah. So they do, they do really incredible work. And you know, the funny thing about the eastern end of Long Island, it's an affluent area, and obviously this game is in East Hampton, so there's tons of money. But there's regular people that are trying to earn a living that have problems and shit, and, and these programs really go a long way to help them. So uh, if you can donate, there's a Donate Now button. The link for the, the, this uh, website is, is below. Uh, you can check it out. If you can give a couple bucks, um, they would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, they, they would not. You know what? I, I mean, you know the story. I was at EHM for years, and then I was at LNG. They've invited me every single year. They invited me last year. I'm no longer on local radio, and they still reached out and were like, please, we would love to have you come. It's tomorrow. I have a personal thing to do. I can't make it this year, but I, I said I would, I would put it out there, and if anybody has you know, a couple bucks to throw at them. Nice. Um, that would uh, certainly be uh, great. Like, Yeah, you, you could donate $10. It would be helpful. You know, Anything you could do. Uh, it all goes to great, great causes. So, yeah, and uh, don't worry if you're watching this episode after the game is already over. You can still donate. Amazing point, Frank. You can still, they take donations all year long. Because really, the, the game is just a bullshit reason to raise. The, it's a fundraiser. Yeah, it's, it's a, a fundraiser. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're taking money for these great charities all year long. The game is just an excuse to have fun and try and raise even more money. At right. one point, um, I think we uh, we got. I know we crossed a hundred grand one year, and I think we got close to two hundred k. Nice. Are you in that shot? Probably not. Uh, yeah, there you are on the left. Oh, you, you spotted me. Yeah, got you right. Well, I started from the left to move left to right, and you were the second one. So. Yep. <laughs> there you yep. go. There's your old pal Ant right there. There he is. Is that uh, John Krasinski in front of you? No, <laughs> kind of looks like no, it. but this guy was on a bunch of USA shows. I forget his name. What was yeah. it? The doctor show on USA that was big for years. Oh, it was like Nip Tuck or something. Something like, nah, it wasn't Nip Tuck, but something like that. Yeah. Maybe it was Nip Tuck. I don't know. 
Um, cool. Anyway, he's super nice. There's Mike Lupico, who's a famed sports writer. There he is. That's Joe Torre? Yep. Yeah, there's Joe Torre. Cool. He came a bunch of times. And that's a, it's a weird game where it's like some like people will float in and out. Like Alec Baldwin comes a lot, and he hasn't come in years. And then he'll every now and then he'll just like pop in and stop in. And then a couple of years ago, Clinton, that's where the, you saw that one shot. Clinton stopped by just to like wave hello. Nice. And, there's uh, Joe Torre. Yeah, yeah, there he is. He literally was like at the game for all of like 50, well, he was like, like 15 minutes, but he literally, he walked from left field to home plate, said hi to everybody and then left. And like the crowd just went apeshit. And I know people have an adverse feeling on Clinton now that everything has come out. This was years ago, you know, that that happened. Um, right. But it drew like, cause the idea is you want to get as much press on these things as possible. Sure. And him just showing up and walking through the the park got like four thousand more articles right. and and helped raise like X amount more money because people That's were just crazy. aware of it more. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Imagine yeah. just you just walk through and you're and it's the, like the biggest story. Yeah, I know. That's but crazy. when you, you think about it, I mean again, this was before, you know, we knew all this stuff. Um yeah. He's a former president of the United States at a yeah. softball game. Like it's, I thought you were talking about Baldwin. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there's John Franco. John Franco. Love him. Yeah. This is one of the founders. This guy, he, Leaf is his name. He's been doing this for like a billion. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, he can't even do it anymore. And he's still showing up and raising money. And, you know, the, he, he like starts the game. Like, the game starts when he wants, you know, basically. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, thanks for indulging me on that for a few moments. Uh, if you can donate again, link in the description uh, for the artist writers game. Uh, everything helps. Anything else there, Frankie? It's good enough. All right. Good enough for me too. appreciate you guys watching or listening. Thanks so much. Uh, of course, lots more to come. Uh, Anthony has all our links and info and we will catch you on the next one.